0: Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app and use it to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and D Street entrance across from Clyde's. This
1: is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24 7. looking to get back on track tonight against Buffalo. The kids are doing their parts. Now some veterans need to produce and the November schedule about to get rugged. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, November 8th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24 7 presented by clear the faster way into Capital One Arena. It's the Capitals and the Buffalo Sabres tonight at Capital One Arena. The finale of a brief two game homestand before a tough November schedule kicks in. The Caps held just an optional skate on Sunday, so we're going to have to wait until later this morning, Ben, to see if the changes that we saw in the third period on Saturday will stick. Tom Wilson coming off the top line, the all rookie line with LaPierre, McMichael, and Leeson, Sherry and Eller together with
0: Wilson. Yeah, we'll see if they remain intact from the third period. My gut tells me that we'll see Wilson reunite with Kuznetsov and Ovechkin, that trio so good for so long and being trusted to do even more heavy lifting now, but... An opportunity for Sprong the other night. I thought he played well, actually. I thought maybe that was a little reward to get him up there with Kuznetsov and Ovechkin. But at the end of the day, I'm not sure that Sprong is the best fit with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov. He's a real sniper, Daniel Sprong. So, too, is the guy on the left side and Alex Ovechkin. Tom Wilson has certainly shown himself very well on that top line as the perfect complementary piece. I'd look forward to seeing them reunite. And look, the kid line. That was a nice spark. They played very well in the third period the other night. Again, I'm not sure that that's necessarily a long-term solution. Maybe it is years from now. You see the three of them together, but it was nice to see, I think, more of a a spark the other night in a game they were trailing 2-0 and really Peter Laviolette probably looking to just shake things up and try to light a spark in that third period on Saturday. Yeah, we'll find out more this morning. The
1: Capitals announcing last night they've recalled forward Axel Janssen-Fialbi from Hershey, Going to see him of the morning skate, see where he fits into the mix. The Caps do need an extra forward after playing with a minimum healthy number Saturday against the Flyers. Hopefully, that's the only reason for the call-up. The Caps do need an extra forward. They're leaving on the two-game road trip Wednesday, Ben, but another rookie in the mix anyway for now.
0: Yeah, the Hershey to Washington Express continues here. Another day, another recall. This time, yes, Axel Janssen-Fialbi, and, Good for him, even if it might just be the quote-unquote 13th forward here. Nice for him to get a call up to the NHL for the first time in his career. We'll see what ultimately comes of it from his perspective, but... A guy with a lot of speed and a penalty kill specialist, even with AHL. Hershey has found a knack for finding the back of the net too. the past couple of seasons. So nice to see him get rewarded. I'm sure he was watching all the other guys get the call up to Washington, wondering when my time coming. So good on him. And uh, look, you don't want to dip into that well too often, but certainly a lot of guys who have been slow cooking, you could say in AHL over the past few years. And so far, the ones who have been recalled haven't entirely looked out of place. So good for them back to center for kuznetsov here's a breakaway chance for cam atkinson coming down the middle short-handed and
1: swept away what a back check by alex Ovechkin denying atkinson a chance at a short-handed goal that was incredible by ovechkin but a miscue that led to the opportunity as the capitals will set up again here that from saturday night that's alex ovechkin coming all the way back to deny Cam Atkinson on a shorthanded breakaway attempt. One of the best we've seen, Ben, in a long time. What an effort by the captain.
0: Love that play from Alex Ovechkin. And look, he gets all the accolades and deservedly so for his play offensively. We gave him the other night on our post-game show, the Lightos defensive play of the game. We've had that element in our post-game show for a few years. I think it was the first time we actually gave it to Alex Ovechkin. But why not? That was terrific. The burst of speed through the neutral zone to get back to steal the puck cleanly from cam atkinson a speedster himself clean swipe of the puck stick lift from ovechkin and again it was the burst of speed 36 years old his 17th season all the miles on the hockey odometer for him to get that quick burst in the neutral zone it was great to see in a great defensive play to force a turnover albeit on the power play
1: not all is well with the local hockey club at the moment winless in four entering play tonight against buffalo and more on this Coming up in a few with Samantha Pell from the Washington Post. But as the kids have produced during this winless streak, there are some veterans, Ben, that the Caps need more from in the absence of others. All the injuries, yeah, they've mounted, but Lars Heller at the top of the list. No goals in 11 games. Got to have more out of him and probably pretty quick. Slowest start for him in five seasons. No goals four assists. Connor Sherry, one goal in 11. One goal from the fourth line in 11 games. And we call them the fourth line, Ben, but they see a lot of ice time. Dowd, Haglund, Hathaway, you got one goal between them. When we're talking about secondary scoring, I mean, anybody on that list qualifies. The Caps need it from somewhere. And those names are guys that you got to look to, especially when the kids are doing it. We got to see more out of the veterans here.
0: Yeah, definitely. The veterans who comprise second, third, fourth lines for the Capitals looking for more haven't seen enough offensively from all the names you mentioned really since uh, really since the start of the season, the sample size is growing here. But the the one that I would, you know, emphasize here based on what we've seen from him in the past is the Tiger is Lars Eller. And he's somebody who spoke at length in training camp when it became apparent that the Capitals would open the season without Backstrom. Eller spoke about his own success over the years. When either Backstrom or Kuznetsov have been out of the lineup and he gets elevated up the depth chart and he plays increased minutes, he often takes advantage and he makes the most of it and he fills the void very admirably most often. And in this case, it just hasn't been there at the start of this season. You mentioned the numbers and the minutes have certainly been there for Lars Eller. He's getting the ice time and he just hasn't had that offensive finish that we've seen in years past. So especially now when you tack on no Oshie, no Mantha, no Backstrom as well, you're missing half of your top six up front. So you're certainly looking for others to pick up the slack and Eller based on what we've seen in the past. Should be among that group. Should be doing some some heavier lifting, at least offensively. Has it in him? Just haven't seen it yet this season. Not yet anyways. Here at practice,
1: chatting with Queen of Overtime Samantha Pell. This has been a stretch of hockey that has not been real great. Winless in four, and now with a game against the Buffalo Sabers tonight. What is coming up for this team when they've got so much road travel in such a small amount of time? Back to back to back, back to backs, as it turns out, coming up in all of them on the road. This team is sputtering a little bit and hoping to try and get well against Buffalo.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think when you just look at their last game, it seemed like they were playing like a team that had a complete second line not playing and I think that's exactly what we saw. I think we saw a team that LaViolette said was sleepy in the first that worked in the second and finally started to get something going in the third because of their all rookie line which was a bit of a surprise to all of us I think but yeah I think it's a little bit concerning that they keep on having these injuries they keep on piling up and it seems like maybe it, other people aren't really picking up the slack that maybe we saw a little bit last year. It seems like it just really wasn't cohesive to start and maybe that's just the first game without kind of all these big guys together but well, A little bit of a concerning start moving forward. Let's
1: talk about something good before we get to areas of concern the rookie line and Brett Leeson specifically a couple of goals in his first week in the NHL Connor McMichael was a big help obviously on the goal that came on Saturday night against the Flyers and Henrik Tlappierre starting to get a little bit more playing time by necessity I wasn't sure he was hanging around now I'm not so sure because right now I don't know between now and next Sunday when that will be 10 games if he plays in every game and then it gets to be decision time maybe they end up burning this contract if that's going to be something that we see but right now going into the Buffalo game, it looks like those guys might be together again.
2: Yeah, it looks like they definitely have a really, really good chance of being together and at least getting a lot of playing time, I think. What we've seen from the start is maybe Laviolette kind of still needing to trust some of his younger guys. You know, he's put a lot of minutes on the veterans and we've seen guys like McMichael or Leeson get very, very limited minutes. Protus in his NHL debut, I think, only have like 3.53 of ice time, so I think there might have to be a little bit of a switch there of leaning more on your younger guys, giving them more time and responsibility, and I think they're going to need that with guys like Mantha out and and Oshie and Baxham still no concrete timeline. So, yeah, I think overall the young guys are going to need to contribute, and it's going to be a matter of trust between them and the coaching staff.
1: No question when you are losing the guys that you just mentioned in your lineup every night for the foreseeable future that it's going to be tough. And when you see the kids contributing the way they are, that's good news. But there's some veterans that need to pick it up around here, and Lars Eller, I think, is right at the top of the list. No goals through 11 games. Connor Sherry. One goal in 11 games. Brent Leeson has more in a week. And a lot of times, and I think I'm guilty of this too, we always call them the fourth line with Hathaway and Dowd and Haglin, But when you're on the ice as much as you are, they've got one goal between them. So when you're looking for secondary scoring, those five names if you're out that much, you need to chip in a little. I don't know that you're expecting to have great numbers from the quote-unquote fourth line, but you need something and the veterans have got to start picking it up here I think.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest name that's the most concerning is Lars Eller. I mean, you know, he used their third line center through and through but he had to move up because of Backstrom's injury and, you know, he said earlier in the year that he felt like his offense just really wasn't clicking. You know, maybe he was getting chances, it just wasn't going in the net. The puck just was not working for him and we've seen in the last few games, it just seems like he's been struggling and struggling and had Hasn't made any of that kind of steady slow progress that we're used to Lars Eller making when he knows that there's a problem. So I think that's probably the biggest concern for him and obviously he's getting different line mates more injuries and switching around but I think he probably is the biggest question mark and one of their biggest x-factors moving forward and to your point the fourth line definitely is their third line. I mean they're getting huge minutes and they need a score and they aren't known for scoring. I mean Carl Haglund, down and Hathaway they aren't those guys but at this point in the season, with all these injuries, they need to be those guys. Yeah,
1: I think no question. I mean, you're out there that much, and they do a lot for this team, no doubt, and they do it well, but chipping in a little more offensively certainly would help. The schedule coming up, eight of the next 11 after the Buffalo game, all on the road, so I hope you've got the big suitcase out for that one. But the back-to-back Detroit-Columbus, back-to-back Anaheim-LA, back-to-back San Jose-Seattle, A lot of geography mixed in there, a lot of air miles, not a lot of practice days, because you got to have some off days mixed in there, too, and you're a long way from home. This is a stretch that you're going to need both goaltenders. Vitek Vanacek, winless last week in three appearances. Samsonov gets the no decision, but he got pulled as well. And you're going to need both of them. Starting Thursday night in Detroit, they're probably both going to be playing a lot, and they're going to have to maybe be a little more consistent than we've seen.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, we talked to Brian McClellan after the Florida game in Florida last week, and he was saying these next 10 games that are coming up, especially this road trip, are going to be kind of huge benchmarkers for both of these goalies. They need to see growth from both, and, you know, they're going to be using both. I think what's super interesting is that there are three back to back in a row for this team, and they perform pretty well on the road. They like being on the road, but I I think this back-to-back format with both goalies and a team that has a lot of injuries just is a brutal, brutal stretch, and I'm not sure who's going to have to step up and in what situation, but I don't know if they can rely on, you know, just Alex Ovechkin or just Evgeny Kuznetsov. They're going to need guys like a Tom Wilson, a Lars Eller, a Daniel Sprong, and, you know, the fourth line to step up and kind of win them games. And to your point, especially the goalies, I think need to step up and make some of those bigger saves that we just haven't seen them make this season.
1: Finishing on a good note here, Nick Jensen, a plus 10 leader on the team coming in. And sometimes plus minus doesn't tell the whole story, but I think in this case it does because he has been everything this team needed to be aggressive in jumping up in the play, creating the occasional offensive chance, relentless in his own end, and a lot of good things happen when he's out there. He continues to grow, and even beyond where he was playing with Zdeno Chara last year, he might be this team's best D-man right now.
2: I kind of agree with that. I think Nick Jensen's been fantastic. I think to start the year was kind of a surprise to see him and how much he was able to join in the rush and how much he was being physical and getting in guys' faces and throwing hits and checks. And I think for him it, maybe we just didn't see a lot of that in the beginning of the year last year, but as he was getting adjusted with Chara and as, you know, that leadership and that mentorship kind of rubs off on a player. And he played great at the end of last season. It just seems to carry over into this year. And I think for him, you know, with Orlov, I think that pairing makes sense. And we'll see how the six kind of holds up through these next 10 games stretch against you know all these teams with back-to-backs but i definitely think jensen's been one of the biggest bright spots for this team
1: may the roadies coming up end in 60 minutes and on deadline sam thanks for joining us
2: thank you so much stick broken off the face shot comes free Snidley for the hat trick from
0: his own zone he scores joe Snidley. his second career hat trick will seal it for the bears into the empty net what a night for Snively, and the chocolate and white lead
1: 5-3. Some good news from down on the farm yesterday as the Hershey Bears defeated Springfield 5-3, and that there, a hat trick for the pride of Herndon, Virginia. Joe Snively coming up with three goals, the second of his pro career, and just last week, we had Bears head coach Scott Allen on this show He said he was playing well, coming off maybe his best game of the season last Sunday, but the goals weren't coming for him. Well, they came in a big way yesterday, and Ben, all the call-ups we've seen, maybe, just maybe, the local kid from Herndon getting closer to a look here.
0: Yeah, he too must be looking around the room saying, hey, when's my turn? When's my turn? But good on him to come through with the hat trick. That was some good inside information you had there from Scott Allen, some good background. He provided us and the listeners last week in terms of Joe Snively showing himself well and just a matter of time before the goals came coming. And I also liked what he had to say last week about the, the defensive play. You know, you look for that all-around game. You want to make it to the next level. Going to be strong without the puck, acknowledging maybe that's been a work in progress, but trending in the right direction as well. So maybe him too. Again, you don't want to dip too far, too deep down the well, but it would be a great story for a local kid, a Little Capitals alum. We saw him score in the preseason at Camp One Arena. That was a great moment at Capital One Arena. And here's hoping maybe his opportunity come regular season play comes soon as well. It's the Caps and the Buffalo Sabres tonight at 7. Network airtime at
1: 6.45, your extended pregame show exclusively here on Caps Radio 24-7. Caps game day starts at 4 o'clock with Ben. What's coming up on the show this afternoon?
0: Now we'll hear a little bit more from Samantha Pell. We'll also check in with Steve Wino, podcast superstar from the Associated Press. Also hope to hear from Brett Leeson as well. His journey, what the past week plus has been like for him in the NHL and the journey he's taken to get to this point. All that on Caps Radio 24-7, CapsRadio247.com starting at four o'clock today. We look forward to hearing that later, Ben. In the meantime, have yourself
1: a great game day Monday, will you? Happy Monday, John.